Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue through the Gospel of John. We're in the 13th chapter of John at the end of it. Uh, as we saw in previous episodes, <clears throat> Judas has just been revealed as being the traitor, the uh, the betrayer. <clears throat> the disciples did not know that per se. They thought he had been sent out to do maybe a couple of errands or something. But they would soon see what the truth is. Judas had gotten up and he'd walked out. Then Jesus says this in John chapter 13, verse 31. When he had gone out, that's Judas, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified. And God is glorified in him. And we've seen Jesus say this uh, earlier, as we saw in the last episode with the uh, the Greeks that wanted to come see Jesus. And his response was, it's, time, it's now time for the Son of Man to be glorified. And he repeats this now to his disciples in this very intimate gathering. And he tells them that God is glorified in him. The Father is glorified in the Son. Now watch what Jesus says. Verse 32, if God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. And you have to sort of chase the pronouns a little bit right here. He's saying the, if the Father is glorified in the Son, okay, in the Son of Man, which is Jesus himself, then God the Father will also glorify the Son of Man in himself, in the Father, and glorify him, the Son of Man, at once. And he's given an understanding how this glory is the glory of the oneness and what the Father is doing. Now, these next three verses are profound, 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 and I think are so important for the body of Christ and the kingdom of God. Jesus continues to speak. Verse 33, little children, yet a little while I am with you. You will seek me. And just as I said to the Jews, so now I also say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. So he had said this to the Jewish leadership before. And remember, they had thought, well, where is he going? Is he going to the uh, diaspora? Is he going here? Is he going there? Is he going to kill himself? That's what one uh, person thought, you know. And so Jesus is now telling them, hey, I'm going to be with you yet just a little while. Just a little while. And, and this little while is going to be less than a day. They just didn't know it yet. <clears throat> he says, and where I'm going, you cannot come. And then he gives this, verse 34 and verse 35 of John 13. So, so, so profound for us, folks. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, so also you are to love one another. This is the commandment that the Lord has given them and leaving them with. And he calls it a new commandment. It wasn't that they were to love, that they didn't love one another before and weren't supposed to. But no, no. He's saying now, you are to love one another in the way that I love you. Well, why were they to do that? Well, the next verse explains it. John 13, 35. By this, by what? By this love. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one 
another. I, I cannot emphasize this enough. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm doing another entire writing of a, a book related to all this, of the relationship we have <clears throat> of one another. So y'all be praying about that as it continues to slowly to come together, okay? This whole idea of one another. <clears throat> Jesus tells us point blank <clears throat> that the world will know and all men will know that we are his disciples by our love for one another. They will not know this by uh, our programs, okay, by our processes. They will not know it by our buildings. <clears throat> they will not know it by our correct theology. They will not know it by the good things that we do. They will not even know it by the love that we have for the Father or the love that we have for the Son. <clears throat> None of that. He says the world will know that we are his disciples by our love for one another. <clears throat> I guess reason through that and think about it. If the world is looking at the love that we have right now for one another, what are they seeing? Hmm? What are they seeing? And it's a sad thing. It really is because there truly is a more love and acceptance at the corner bar in most places <clears throat> than it is in most portions of what are called the body of Christ. Now, I know that's a harsh and perhaps even a rude statement, <clears throat> but it's true. You go into most uh, particularly organizational churches and there will be feign love and feign acceptance and this and that, but it's just so obvious that it is not real. It's not the real loving of one another, of hearts that are unified as one in the Lord Jesus Christ. So let me back up and read verse 34 all the way through the end of the chapter, and you'll see something interesting here. So Jesus says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Again, it's a commandment. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another, verse 36, Simon Peter said, of course, Peter's going to pipe up here, right? Peter says, Lord, where are you going? <laughs> you got to love Peter, haven't you? And not just because we're commanded to love him, but, you know, we are so like Peter. You know, here the Lord tells me, I give you a new commandment. I give you a new commandment. Peter's still hung up on the first thing the Lord said. Uh, Lord, where are you going? Remember, that's the first thing the Lord said. I'm going somewhere, and I'm telling you the same thing I told the Jews. You cannot go where I'm going. Well, Peter hadn't got away from that yet. And Peter really hasn't heard this, <clears throat> love one another yet. Well, Jesus is about to help him here. So Peter said, Lord, where are you going? And Jesus answered him, where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will afterwards. So he gives him a little help right there, okay? He says, you can't go with me right now where I'm going, but you're going to follow me afterwards. And, of course, Peter gets coming along in all of his righteousness. Verse 37, Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Verse 38, Jesus answered, will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow till you have denied me three times. Now, we know that passage, and we know, but now we know the context of it. It's in this intimate meal right here when the Lord is telling him, like, I'm going to go somewhere you can't go right now. But because of Peter's follow-up statement and question, the Lord says, yeah, you'll follow me soon. But in the meanwhile, Jesus is saying, I give you a new commandment. <clears throat> you're to love one another. And you're to love one another in the same way that I have loved you. And it is by this love that the world will know that you're my disciples. 
And then he shows the, to the leader, uh, Peter, by this time, had already risen as the one that would be the leader of disciples. And he's making this great statement, I will never, you know, I will follow you everywhere. I'll lay down my life for you. And Jesus just prophetically says to him, oh, really? You know what? The rooster's not going to crow until you've denied me three times. They're sitting here at night. And Jesus is literally saying this, in a few hours, the sun's going to arise. And before that sun arises, the rooster crows. And you will have denied me three times by then. He's literally saying over the next eight or nine hours, something's going to occur. You think you're going to lay down your life for me? You're going to deny me three times. You know how quickly we can go from uh, the, the, the fullness of what we think is faith uh, to really denying something. And the Lord tells us what to do. He says, remain in me, remain in me. And he's going to say this in a couple of chapters down the road, abide in me. And then he tells us to love one another, even as he has loved the church. You know, take this before the Lord. Go back and read through this 13th chapter before you recline upon your night bed and see what the Lord speaks to you. Uh, again, I'm Dale. Thank you for the time. Uh, do pass the word among your friends and family about this time together. And I'll see you next time.